0: would you say yes? Hi and welcome to the Stripology podcast. I'm your host Wendy, experienced dancer, mindset and strategy coach and founder of the Industry Academy. This industry completely transformed my life and I've coached hundreds of women to do the same through my signature framework of sales, mindset and confidence I help dancers of all experience levels who are inspired to master their craft and maximise their income. In this podcast, I will share with you my personal journey and the skills I learned that helped me to lift my financial ceiling, cultivate confidence and quadruple my income on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Stripology Podcast. I'm here today with an amazing person called Ginger. Ginger um, has got a lot of great resources for our industry and um, she's been dancing all around the world, um, predominantly in Australia, New Zealand and the UK. And Ginger has a fantastic YouTube channel. So it's really centred around different clubs, her personal experience in different clubs, um, you know, and giving a lot of information. So if you're someone that really wants to look at, you know, the different ways that different clubs work and different experiences in different clubs, and I highly recommend her um, channel, her YouTube channel, at the end, we'll circle back to that. And you can find, I'll also put in the notes um, links to find Ginger's content um, that's out there. But yeah, she really does an amazing job in putting out quality, authentic content for us <laughs> in the industry. That was hard to say. Um, So welcome. Thank you so much for spending time to come here today.
1: No worries. Thank you so much for having me.
0: My pleasure. I always like working with you. So I've known Ginger for a little um couple of years now, probably through different courses on the internet. And um, yeah, just we both share a real love for this industry and also a lot of passion around making it work for us in a way that's really sustainable, supportive and abundant. Um, something that really struck me recently when I was on Instagram, I saw Ginger share um, a link to a course that you have about asking for tips. And I reached out because so often I get asked about, you know, this topic, asking for tips in the club. And because my experience of stripping is mainly in Australia and Australia doesn't have so much of a tipping culture. Yeah, we get tips on stage, you know, yeah, we get tips for, you know, different things, but it's not something that is fully ingrained in our culture. And so through my teachings, I'm more focused on that exchange of like, you know, getting paid, I guess, as much as possible for our time, but adding tips on top of that, you know, is a different sort of um, skill set in in itself. So I would love to ask you more in depth about asking for tips, the way that you like to go about it, the way that you do it comfortably and the way that it also is a win-win scenario because I know that we both see really eye to eye on that, that it needs to be a win-win scenario. It's not just asking for more and not giving So please let us know your thoughts and ideas on asking for tips and how you go about it.
1: So I actually started asking for tips as a way to challenge myself a few years ago. I spent the first few years in the industry feeling very, um, I felt as though asking for tips was greedy. And then when I saw girls asking for tips, I was like, oh my gosh, like, how could they do that? And I had to take some time to think to myself, why Do I think this way about tipping? And why am, like, it's a way to make more money in the club. Why aren't I allowing myself to do this? Mm -hmm. And I realized that it was tied into guilt um, around making money, which is something that I've worked on. And it has ties a lot into, like, abundance mentality as well. But I realized that there's a lot of us, because obviously, like, confidence and assertiveness comes into play in the club. We can spend so much energy working ourselves up to ask for a dance. And then afterwards, we're afraid to ask for a tip because we feel as though we've already asked for too much. And that also comes into self-worth as well. We might not feel as though we have like given it like enough to warrant more money. But it's also been drilled into us a little bit by the venue as well and a lot of i'm not saying every club but there are quite a few strip clubs that have management that try to belittle us and try to make us feel as though we shouldn't be asking for or working for more money
0: mm-hmm. yeah and there's that also that murky side as well like well they're not getting a cut from it so mm-hmm. depending on the structure of the clubs but you know some clubs um really don't give a shit if you're getting tipped And some are really, you know, like, where's my cut as well? So, you know, yeah, it can get ingrained into us in certain clubs that, like, it's a big no-no. And then I also totally agree with the self-worth piece, you know, Um, asking for money in general, even though we're given an amazing experience, you know, that can be a scary thing. And, my, you know, in my journey as well, just being able to ask for a dance was so scary and difficult and then to even imagine like asking for tips on top of that, it can almost feel too much. So what are some ways that you have, I guess, taught yourself to believe that it, it is in, you know, your best interest and the customer's best interest and that it is a good thing um, and that there is no downside to it?
1: I think the first step is really asking yourself why you should be paid properly for your services because I mean, the average price of profit, Sorry, the average price of a lap dance doesn't really increase within inflation. So year year after year, strippers are getting paid less and less. And I think it's important to like remind yourself why you should be paying adequately for your work and mm-hmm. why you should be p- getting paid more as inflation rises and write down a list of like this is what the benefits are of me giving a lap dance because obviously like lap dances are therapeutic there's demand for lap dances otherwise strip clubs wouldn't be open we do provide a valuable service to society we make people happy we entertain and once you drill into yourself that I am providing a good service I do this this and this I make customers happy as long as you have that as well like I'm sure you already have had that feedback from customers in the past where like they said that they really enjoyed time with you or like you really helped them out use that evidence as well and write a list of 10 things and for the to start off with I would do that every night before going into work to just like train yourself into thinking like yes I am worth this yes I deserve to ask for a tip and yes I deserve to make more money Mm -hmm. but also reminding yourself that asking for tips can benefit the customers as well and that comes into that that comes into that as well so that can also convince you to ask for tips not just for yourself but for the customers and finding ways to like have, have fun with it and making sure that like you're also using it as an opportunity to expand your own services and your own contribution to your work.
0: Yeah, it is like a full circle. And I see what you mean with how that's the tricky thing in a way is like allowing yourself to believe how it also benefits the customer to tip on top of your services. Because one way that instantly comes to mind, you know, I know we've talked about this as well, like, investing back in ourselves with that extra money like if we spend it responsibly and say invest in ourselves like invest in the service that we provide perhaps in you know beautiful new outfits like all different ways that it is actually giving back to the whole picture of our service you know so really seeing it as like i'm going to treat this money responsibly and i'm going to put it back into myself and therefore continuing that circle of like, you know, that's going to yeah, improve my customers um experience at the same time as well.
1: And I suppose you could, if you really wanted, you could put all your tips aside um for the night and use that for your like stripper and inv- as your stripper investment fund and use mm-hmm. that to like expand on your own work and your own business.
0: Yep, definitely. I know personally that's what I do a lot in this business, you know, in Stripology, um, a huge amount of the funds that I, you know, receive from that, I put straight back into the business, whether it's through my mentors, um, the VA, because I am so bad with technology. I need, you know, a lot of help with basically everything that I do. Like after this um, recording, you know, I'm jumping straight on a call with my VA just to work out a whole different range of things. And, you um, yeah, it's just investing in that. So you know, it it again it c- creates that circle. It's like you know, we we pay for an experience, but it just helps to improve that experience through time. And um, I think that's a good call. You know, putting money aside, and um, whatever you want to do with it, you know. But sometimes we need a purpose to help motivate us to feel confident enough to be able to you know, um, ask for that extra amount, you know, after the fact. So. Well, I guess, whatever which way we can frame it, but do you agree? Like, it does come down to really your mindset, like that convincing of yourself that, like, it is a positive thing, like that, yeah, and that self worth piece, like, I am worth asking and, you know, receiving.
1: Yeah, for sure. But also, I mean, mindset isn't something that you can change just within a switch, like, just making a switch, and there you go, like, your mind's changed but um you can also practice that with you know like changing changing your body language and mimicking people who are confident and getting yourself in that physiology so that you can it more easily change your mind and get into that mental state
0: yeah it is definitely a process like repetition yeah there's little hacks that we can do but it definitely does take uh like a dedication and you know yeah a practice it's it's a practice that needs to keep going um otherwise we can tend to slip back into you know old habits and things like that like we might really work on something for a while and really get it and then be like cool that's done and then stop with the practice and then notice that we revert back and be like well that didn't work but it's like but did you maintain the practice that you saw did work you know so yeah mindset's an interesting thing but it's definitely something that is plastic it is something that is changeable And um, you're really working towards that. So, yeah, asking for tips, that's an interesting one. Um, So thanks for sharing about that. Like, yeah, just I guess seeing the value in doing it is the thing that feels making it easier kind of thing, you know?
1: Yeah. And something that's also important to keep in mind is that when we make more money, we feel better and we have more energy and we're walking around the club and we're being more positive in our interactions. so we can give back to more customers and we have more mental space to be able to provide a good service because we're not stressing about money or like worrying about this and worrying about that. So Mm -hmm. the act of asking for tips and therefore making more money can actually be really beneficial for the other customers that you come across in the venue as well.
0: Yeah. That's true. It's interesting sometimes uh, I like how you mentioned, you know, that kind of flow that happens when we are in, in an abundant state, you know, where we do feel more positive and we do have more energy and we are, you know, interacting with people in a more positive way. And so overall, it's a really good situation. Um, we can slip into, you know, the the other road, which is like, uh not feeling worthy and not and and that is such like a a draining energy you know because we start you know going against ourselves in our head and it's just a different direction and I feel like almost asking for tips is sort of like a cherry on top of the positive train that we're on you know with like yeah you know I'm feeling abundant like this is all flowing this is in circulation And I feel worthy and I feel okay with asking for money and I'm going to put it back and it's all going to spiral in that direction. But if we're going in the opposite direction where we're like, oh, no one's, you know, I'm not making any money, like everyone's difficult. uh," And then we start getting in our own heads. I feel like that's the direction where asking for tips, it doesn't really fit in with that because it's not coming from an abundant space. So really practicing that sort of direction of like backing ourselves and, um, Yeah, again, I just find it comes back to that mindset of like really wanting to strengthen that and it can become this this piece of that whole trajectory. I always find that hard to say trajectory. (laughs) I need a new direction. Um, Yeah, it can really sort of fit in with that. Another thing that you're really um, interested in, which also I find a lot of interest in, is like this topic as well, being abundant in the club and like how that affects us and supports us and um the way that we move through the club the way that we interact with people so what are your views on you know um showing up in the club from an abundant place rather than a scarcity space
1: i feel as though like when it comes to abundance in the club it's more about the belief that like there are no limits and that helps when you're watching other people get booked and there's people around you being like oh they've already made all the money that's in the club there's no such thing you know there's no such thing like I mean there are always customers who come to the club with like a certain amount of budget like they've got a hundred dollars in their wallet and that's all they're going to spend but that's not every single customer and there are people who can still walk in it's upholding the belief that there are still possibilities open to you no matter what state you're in and not no matter like what part of the night that you're in that like you can still going and you can keep going and that anything is possible
0: absolutely yeah I totally agree um just allowing that space for people to step into it and expand into it I was just on a coaching call before and we were talking about that like if we box our customers into a box like oh you know the money's already spent in the club the good bookers are already booking they're already spending and the rest aren't going to and that's that it's just simply not true you know Mm. so if we view each person that we speak to as like they could potentially be the best customer in the world. Like who's to oh, say yeah. what, you know? And so if we give people the opportunity to be not put in a box and to have that expansion, you know, from our perspective, put on them, then they have more encouragement to step into that space than if we're viewing them as this limited, you know, potential They're probably not good, you know, it's just like raising a child or something like that. You know, if you if you treat them like they've got no talents, no skills, and they've got no potential, that's probably more likely what they're gonna reach, you know. And so, you know, we can't change other people, but we can sure inspire them to, you know, be something or do something that they didn't know that they could. And so that comes into abundance. And the amount of times as well that I've met customers that have come back and told me that they're in last week and they didn't spend any money because they didn't like the way they were spoken to and they wanted to spend money but they didn't spend any and they left not having a dance like the amount of times I've heard that is insane it's yeah in the in the tens that's not a huge amount but over the years you know like I don't know 50 to 100 times whatever heard that a lot Um, that people just weren't inspired to spend so you know that's something to keep in mind as well that people are leaving without having spent money that they were willing to spend had they been inspired to so yeah so it's all around there and just if uh you know like you mentioned if some people have been booked doesn't mean that that's the extent of it you know That's just a really good example that it's happening around us.
1: Exactly. That it's still possible and that it's in our reality. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Cole, Is there anything else that you'd like to add on these topics? We wanted a short, punchy one. Just get people inspired for the
1: night. Um, I just think it's important to remind yourself that, like, we always get surprised about what happens in the club. Like, I'm sure, like, we can all think of experiences where, A customer said yes to a booking or you saw a customer book someone who like you didn't think would happen like we've all seen things happen in the club that were bizarre and outside of our expectations and it's important to keep an open mind because we never know what could happen i mean um i remember there was one night in canberra and i was on the floor and there was one customer in the venue and I'm pretty sure I was the only traveling girl there. All the girls were locals. Um, I did have, I did have a friend at the venue and there was this one guy, no one had spoken to him. And I had a feeling, I was like, I bet he's one of those like guys who just like comes in and sits down and doesn't spend any money. And I was like, you know what? Like I'll give it a go anyway. And I walked over to him and I could feel everyone watching me the whole time. I was like, this feels <laughs> really weird, but I'm still going to give it my best shot. And then he booked me and my friend said to me afterwards, she was like, we were all in shock. We've never seen him book anyone. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I feel like it's so important to know that things can happen. Like customers can surprise us and just keep yourself open to to possibilities. And everyone's worth like even 30 seconds. Even if you just go up and say hi, you never know what could happen. They could come back to you later on. They could come back in a year and remember you you know?
0: Yeah. That's what I love to say as well, all the time, like whether or not someone spends on you is so important to, for me, I have a little mantra, like as long as I leave people feeling better than they felt before I met them, then my job is done because that intention alone, more likely you're going to get paid, but it's also spreading positivity. You know, It's, it's spreading and it's allowing you to really tap into that in yourself because making other people feel good, feels good and whether or not they spend and like you said they might come back and I've had that before someone who didn't have much money and he came in and he told me he'd saved up for months just to get a dance because I'd always you know chat to him and and you know just see if he's okay and you know make sure he's having a good night and things like that I never expected him to spend it took like you said probably less than 30 seconds out of my time but as an accumulation through time I didn't know he was sitting there saving up and then came in and spent you know so it really doesn't take much energy to uh, plant those seeds. And when you said that story about Canberra, I just quickly want to say because I knew, you know you've got a time frame, it reminded me of like the chicken and the egg thing. It's like which comes first? Yeah. He hadn't spent because no one had come over, but then no one went over because he didn't spend. <laughs> so it was like just yeah, exactly. and just give it a go anyway. And what have you got to lose? You know, it's just like how hard was that? You know, and. Yeah, so that's awesome that you like went against the grain, did that, it paid off, you probably made the night and set the example that like don't judge a book by its cover, you know.
1: Yeah, I just want to quickly add as well, Um, even if we don't get a get a dance but we have a positive interaction with the customer and it leaves them feeling good, that increases like the positive energy in the venue that brings the vibes up and that can be really valuable for when the customers that you do want, to book you mm. come in later on because they'll come into a venue where people are happy. People are enjoying themselves and they'll feel that this is a nice venue. But if you walk around being a bitch to everyone because they're not booking, then yeah. like that vibe is going to be, is going to be in the, in the club and the good customers are going to come in they're going to be like, something feels really off here. No one looks like they're having a good time. Like I'm out. So it, even though it doesn't really put money in your pocket immediately, it does add value to you later on.
0: 100% not only for us but the people around us and not only the people around us but for the whole entire industry because people remember how they feel. And so when people leave, having left a club going, that had a cool vibe, I had fun, blah, 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 whether they spend or not, it has a good reflection on the industry as well. So it's all of those ripples upon ripples. Um. Thank you so much for coming on. Please share with us your where we can find you Um. and anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up.
1: Okay, you can find me on Instagram at high Vibe and on Etsy at high Vibe as high Vibe hustler. I've got my um little tips <laughs> PDF on there if you'd like to learn more about how to ask for tips. And I also have a YouTube channel, just Ginger Zephyr on YouTube.
0: Oh, cool. I'm gonna put those in the notes, so check that out. I highly recommend. Um thanks again, Ginger, for jumping on. I really enjoyed this conversation. There's some of my favorite topics as well and
1: thank you so much for having me
0: awesome all right see you everybody